Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure, you can feel it in the mix. Finally, stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beats, balls, and life. Giving them truth in it. Screaming revolution with only a few minutes. My sentiments is acting. Everything that we do clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up. Sheesh. Know what we stand on. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use. The culture was out of hand. But now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah. Revolving the art to shock. Oh, with it. Keeping the beats on the block. Don't miss it. Welcome to the city. Stand up. James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa reindeer. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paint better. The fix is in, and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me who's What's good, family? See? You're now tuned into the fix. Your source for faith confused hip-hop r&b and poetry it's your boy dj focus checking in it's your girl dice gamble in the building what's good sis what up it's thursday oh my goodness i'm Ooh. so glad it's thursday wednesday was rough Listen. for me no no i had a rough god, day so i'm glad right. it's thursday <laughs> so we gotta change it. we gotta ch- we gotta change that thank god it's friday today. thank god it's thursday today. for you right yeah what, you know yeah, you know thursday is like the new uh weekend day so like uh everybody's it like is. when you get to thursday they, they start to turn up and have I a know. good time and they're like yeah we got that extra weekend day <laughs> i know they don't they don't even do no work on friday when they get to work now do they <laughs> i know y'all ain't working you get there on friday like i'm just i'm here but i'm looking at the clock ready to go so thursday is the new friday so i'm, I'm praying for y'all friday uh people who are at work on the clock and not working <laughs> Okay, I don't know if that's the excellence that God wants you to be withholding that standard. So, you know, I don't know if that's from God now. Don't, don't get in no trouble now. You know what I'm saying? When, when review time come, don't be, you know, talking about <laughs> right. he was tripping. No, right. no, no. Right. Don't rate me the, le- the least productive person. Right. I know. I know. Absolutely. Of course, you're tuning to the fix. And of course, our mission is to expose the culture to positive but relevant music that keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. And listen, we got the hot, hot interview for y'all today, man. I was able to sit backstage with 1K Few, Hovey, mm. and What Up RG from Reach Records. Uh, shouts wow. out to Reach Records. They put on a stellar, stellar tour. The We Are Unashamed mm-hmm. tour was phenomenal. I'm telling you, it was one of the best productions I've ever seen out of anybody putting a, a production on. Now, I've been to a lot of concerts. I've been going mm-hmm. to concerts literally since I've been like eight, nine years old. I believe uh, Michael Jackson was the first concert my dad took me to. I think I was like eight. And from there, uh, yeah, I was constantly going to concerts. But I tell you, this production that they put on was top notch. I was very impressed. But I got a chance mm-hmm. to sit backstage with these three guys. Man, shouts out. Reach Records is in a, a great place. They have yeah. young Kings and Queen. Uh, mm-hmm. I, ain't gonna, I ain't gonna sleep on Wande. Wande is definitely the future of Reach <laughs> Records too as well. They, yes. They're in a good place. They're in a good place. Yeah. But these three humble brothers, I got a chance to sit down with 1K Few, Hovey, mm-hmm. as well as What Up RG. Just three super humble brothers. You can tell they have mm-hmm. a, a genuine brotherhood amongst themselves. Yeah. And they're having a good time. 
putting their art out there in a way that everybody who wants to receive it can receive it. It's mm-hmm. genuine and it's also fun. It turns up. So I'm, I was just excited to sit down with, the, with them three. So you definitely want to keep it locked for that interview. And listen, this mm-hmm. real talk topic, uh, Dice got a today. <laughs> Listen, we, we, listen, no, I'm, I'm telling y'all right now, don't be DMing me. I don't want to hit nothing. Uh, I I'm not answering my DM. Wanna... <laughs> Look, guys, I'm telling them right now, we're not answering no like, DMs. We're not answering. <laughs> what are we, we talking about today, guys? I'm red. Oh, man, we're going to talk about the influence of hip hop on culture. And, uh, it, you know, it's going to get, uh, it's going to get heated. Yeah, but it needs get... to be, dis- it needs to be discussed. So we are bringing you that real talk today. Absolutely. So, listen, mm-hmm. you definitely keep it locked. Let's go to start some music off. Get y'all, get y'all going this morning. We pray if you're getting ready for work, uh, mm-hmm. you're having a, a good time getting ready for work with some of this good music. But also, if you're riding mm-hmm. to work, uh, we pray that you get there safely uh, and a harm. Uh, we're praying right now in the spirit that uh, you're gonna have a great productive day today. I, I really believe That's it. Right. So, right. right now, let's get uh, mm-hmm. let's get some uh, wheels up uh, by Lecrae. Keep it locked. You're tuned into the six. Good family, it's your boy DJ Focus, and listen, we got a situation right here, man. We live at the We Are Unashamed tour, man. And listen, I got the future of Reach Records sitting right here. What up, RG? Hovey? You know what I'm saying? Future Kid 1K. You know what I'm saying? You already know what it is. It's a situation. What's good, fellas? I'm happy to be here. God is amazing. You know what I'm saying? Unashamed tour. Got my brother Hovey. Got my brother What Up, RG? Man, we're making history for real, for real. Yes, it is. So, so, so talk about the tour, man. How's it been so far? Hey, man, we... We definitely the top bunk boys, you know what I'm saying? Top we, bunk boy, man, TBB in the building. You know what top saying? bunk boys. We're trying to turn this thing up, man. Like, the sets have been high level. I mean, everybody's been, like, everybody's been executing and just, this man got a whole silhouette vibe. It's just crazy. If you got the, so, got the step joint, mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know, it's special, bro. It's, it's special, special, yeah. And just kicking it with everybody, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. kicking it with Andy, Cray, Trip, T-Dot, OGs, man. They just showing love and... Really pouring into all of us. Like, we got Bible study every day. Wow. Um, yeah. Just, man, it's real life. Like, it's not just, like, popping up, doing a show and, and, and dipping out. It's like we're doing life together, you know? So, it's live, man. It's cool. So, talk about some of those Bible studies. I know it has to be some uh, heated debates and some of them conversations. I mean, to be real, bro, I be, I be, I be trying to soak game, bro. Right. Okay. I, I okay. know they done been through a lot of stuff that I'm trying to go to. You feel what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. as far as being a father, as far as being a husband, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Me and my wife just celebrated three years of marriage. You feel what I'm saying? So, Salute. I, man, thank you. And I'm just trying to, you know, just... Make sure I'm strong in my faith, and because yes, yes. you know when you step out in the world, it's dark and, and it's easy to you know lose focus. But I'm just trying to you know soak up as much game as I can. Mm-hmm. That's another thing I've been trying to do too, like not only feed myself, but make sure I'm feeding the ones around me too. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. So in that growing process, talk a little bit about accountability versus judgment, because I, I heard a lot. Y'all, y'all kind of kind of said that accountability, right. piece, but where's the balance between that and judgment Man. and the love yeah. and you know? I don't even feel like judgment. It's not. Okay. It's because, because it's love because every, go ahead, go ahead. they've been through it. I was just about to say the same Me thing. Me you bro. literally the other night, bro, sitting there soaking in game from Andy at three in the morning, and he he helping us walk through learning how to be good husbands. And it's like, I don't know. These dudes are not trying to, but I don't know. They're not trying to beat us upside the head. They're just trying to, like he said it earlier, they're trying to show us their failures. Like, bro, this is how you can be better. 
you know, just by seeing what they did wrong or even what they did right, you know, so, yeah, bro, it's not judgment. I feel so loved and welcomed, honestly, and comforted. It's family. It's family. End of the day, it's, it's really family. No, that's solid, because a lot of young men y'all age do not receive it from the old, you know, the OGs like that, that you know, they, they, they feel like they, you know, they know it all. So, listen, talk about the... Y'all being so authentic in your music. Because I think there's a lot of gimmick rappers out here. That's I was about to say, I'm telling you, it's all I've done in my whole life. So it's, I don't know how to do something that's not me. And I think, also, like, the listeners are smart, bro. Like, everybody who's tapped in, they're smart. They, know, they can smell who's really about what they're talking about and who's not. And I think people going to respect when we come, when we come with it who we are not just not just as people but as christians as believers as like husbands fathers and you know i'm trying to get a ring soon you know what i'm saying like and, and, and talking about like how i'm processing that you know yes. how i'm trying to grow and, and grow into the man i need to be like i think that's where um i think people respect that way more than just like trying to be you know live up to some type of standard or or some type of gimmick, like, it, just be yourself, bro, because God's going to honor that, like, because God didn't, like, God created us uniquely with our own stories, our own backgrounds, and so, like, it's a disservice to God, almost, it's like, yo, nah, God, I don't really care about this story you gave me, uniquely to me, let me pretend to be something I'm not, but, like, when we tap into our purpose and who we are, God's going to bless that, because, um, that's what God created, created us to be, so, um, I mean, yeah, I I can't say I I don't even know how to be anything other than myself. Uh, that's right. <laughs> so talk a little bit about your your your, your project you just dropped too, as well, because I know you just dropped a project. Yeah. Uh, the inspiration behind it and everything. Yeah. So New Hollywood is is essentially just a project about um, learning how to embrace every part of yourself, not just like the good, but also the bad, and right. like learning to really. It was it was a. a time of my life like the last two years of me just like living living out the music and recording like literally like going through something and recording i got a song called sober and i was man i was really going through life and depression and like i was struggling with like trying to run to different things other than god to like cope and self-medicate and i woke up one morning like dang i like me better when i'm sober come on that's good Come on. And that's the whole song. I like me better when I'm sober. And so, like, that's New Hollywood. Like, just a place where you don't got to act like you got it all together. You don't got to act like there's not a real world going on around you. Mm -hmm. Don't, don't got to act like there's the anxiety and depression and, and things going on, real life going on. Like, bro, you don't got to act like like nothing. You could just be who you, bring all of that to God, and he's, gonna, he's the one who's going to do the work in you. So... I appreciate you sharing that too as well because I think sometimes we put on masks as believers and we don't share that authentic because yeah, yeah. we all struggle. None of us are perfect. Yes. We all have fallen short of God's glory, but we're trying to walk this each and every day to live the best yeah, life we yeah. can. So for you, you know, you, you dropped a project not too long ago. Talk about your project and the yeah. inspiration behind it. Yeah, so I did, uh, I put out Christopher last April mm -hmm. and then I put out Coma. It was like a surprise drop. And with both of those, honestly, man, first of all, my name is Christopher and I just wanted to show the whole side of me because like you know sonically speaking i think it's real easy 
sometimes I think you have an artist figured out when they have more, mm-hmm. you know, like they have more in the clip. And so for me, I wanted to showcase everything. Like, no, I'm going to actually rap. Like, I'm really going to rap. I'm also going still like worship God, like have worship song. And obviously rap, for me, I'm learning it's so much mm-hmm. the same. It's still worship. But I just, I chose to put it all on there, even some pop stuff and just have fun with it. Coma. I made it more so out of this deep, deep, deep spiritual place of just like wanting to be awake mm-hmm. and wanting to like more of a mature spot. Yeah, that's where yeah, you're yeah, at yeah, in your life yeah. right now. Okay. Yeah, like really embracing like, bro. I don't, I don't want to be lukewarm. You know what I mean? Like I want. You know what I'm I saying? I better pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> Young man dropping gems right now. And, 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 it's, and it's not that I felt like I arrived there. It's more like, dang, I feel lukewarm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And God like started working in my heart and I had songs that had never came out and he put them on my heart. Like I would spend time with God and I'd have, there's a song in there called Holes and Came For Me. And those two songs would come in my heart. Like, dang, I have to, have to put these out because it shows my need for them. Like the lyric is a uh, holes in your hands for the holes in my heart. And it's like, I, you know, have so many holes, you know what I mean? And yet he chose to take them on for me. And I want that to be a truth in my life. I want to make that truth. And so that's that project. You can kind of hear me like fighting through that. Uh, and yeah, that's kind of like where I'm trying to be, like truly letting him be him, like actually be the one that I gaze at and the one that like actually changes me. You know what I mean? It's so easy to talk about change. Like, right. oh, man, I'm born again. But it's like, what does that actually mean? Right. You know what I mean? It's to be a new person and have a new spirit. And I think that's kind of what I was trying to discover with, with Coma. So. No, that's good. And I think you should yeah. see some fruit from it. So that's that's real. Did you think your, your track, uh, Can't Tell It All, would go viral like it did? Nah, I didn't. Okay. I loved it, though. It was like, it was. I loved it because it was me. I think I got to put all the aspects of me in one song. I was able to, like, tell my story. To, uh, you know the part at the end, I see the woman drooling out the mouth. I see the demons in her cast it out. I see my brother throw his whole vape in the lake, smooth hill from the dark. Like, these are things I saw, like, over a span of, like, three to four years that God used to, like, change my life because I grew up in Baptist Church, okay. Southeast like Baptist church, white church, and it was like very religious. And and I didn't see miracles or anything like that. It's not about the miracles, but they pointed me to God, the one who does them. And I'm like, oh, you're so much bigger than I thought you were. You know, so if you can do that, you can definitely live in me and you can definitely change me, you know? So yeah, bro, it was those things, putting that in a song mm-hmm. for me was so special. I mean, we just come together under God and we've been We've been on the journey for a minute, you feel what I'm saying? But I ain't gonna lie, it really started to elevate when we really started to, you know, really put that relationship with God into the 1K family type thing. Cause that's what I was saying earlier, like I was focusing on, you know, getting myself together and stuff, but I wasn't really focusing on the people around me for real, for real, like on some, I was focusing on it like musically, but I wasn't really trying to, you know, get together with them and do Bible study. And I wasn't trying to, you know, we weren't really on that for real, for real. But once we started really tapping in and really started talking to mentors around us and really started being intentional about our faith, that's when everything kind of started to go a little smooth, started to get a little more organized. We started to come together, make, you know, videos. We started to be transparent with each other. You know what I'm saying? We were getting into it, something like not bad, but, um, you know, we brothers. You feel what I'm saying? We ain't. Ain't no yes man around us. That's good. You just gotta really embrace on what we got going on because we're really better than the mainstream, bro. And I'm not just saying, I'm not just saying that. No cap. I'm not just stop playing with you. Heard what you said, right? And I'm not really, and I'm not just saying, I'm literally, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Lyrically. And I'll say this too, bro. Not only is the message there, 
I feel like all three of us authentically speaking our heart, sonically, bro, it's just slides. And I think that is like another thing that's been missing in Christian music is like people still trying to figure out how to even communicate what's on their heart. Like Andy, like, like, man, that man really be trying to push it. And that inspires me. I know it inspires all three of us. Like, like we wouldn't be we wouldn't be pushing it if people ahead of us wasn't wasn't pushing it for us. Andy, Craig, Trish, everybody, T Dot, like we've been pushing it and I think what we got going on, like, it's just uh, trying to maintain that legacy and keep going forward. And here's what Craig keep pointing out that's crazy to me. So with us three and Wanda, it's like none of us sound the same. None of us have the same story. Yeah. None of us, we are influenced in different ways. You know, I love melodic like stuff, but still hip hop. Few, it's crazy. And this tour bringing us closer, like, because I, I didn't, because of COVID and stuff, I didn't get a chance to really build with them like that. Gotcha. But now on tour, it's been good, just like, you know, my brother's been. Facts, same. Hey, but authenticity wins every time, man. Like, be yourself, bro. Anybody watching that, I don't care if you do music, anything, bro. Be yourself, bro. Stop putting on for these folks, bro. Whether it's the church or the street. Don't put on for nobody, bro. Like, follow the purpose God gave you. And once you tap into that, everything gonna go well for you, bro. I'm telling you, bro. It's simple. Everybody think life's so hard, bro. Like, it is. It is now. But we got the cheat code, and that's the problem. Well, you know, real recognize real. And I think um, that's something you, you all have done. But specifically you, I, I want to tip my hat to you. Because what you've been able to do with a lot of the mainstream producers, like Zaytoven, King of the Court, and everybody. Yes. Being able to connect with them and build with them, not only doing music, but I know behind the scenes, you having them one-on-one -on -one conversations. Yeah. Speak to the importance of that. Man, it's a build it's strong true, relationships. Bro, like, bro, with King of the Court, bro, like me and bro and Stevenson together. Like, okay. And home knew me before. I, I really turned my life to Christ for real, for real. So, the, bro, let me tell y'all, bro, like, <laughs> folks from the east side, bro, was not supporting me at first, bro. Wow. Because I was too busy trying to figure out how to bridge the gap. And you know what I'm saying appeal to them and make this and make what I do look cool to them. But bro, as soon as I start being myself and embracing it, like yelling out gospel rappers back and really having a real relationship with God, bro, the hood been rocking with me, bro. Like posting my stuff on Instagram and stuff, bro. That would never was doing that, bro. And it's just, bro, like, bro, the power of God is stronger than our own understanding, bro. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So we, bro, yes. we just gotta keep on walking in it, bro. That's it. Are you on to something with that? For yes, sure. it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Man, I've been trying to. I've been trying to forget. Yeah, so cold, man. But talk about the inspiration behind that, man, and how you assembled everybody. Uh, that's really just 
my brothers, bro. Everybody came out, showed love. I sent the track over to everybody. They sent the verse the same day, bro. Like, I can't even take credit for that because it was like, I hit few at like, what, like 5 a.m.? 5 a.m. I was like, bro, I just made this track. Like, I, it's, it's over. I, I was like, oh, shit. Lord. <laughs> Lord, boy. Yeah, nah, it's really just, man, it's my, really my brother's showing out and coming through and, and sliding, bro. Everybody came yeah, through with, everybody. with the heat, bro. Everybody like, yeah. yeah, nah, it's, that's that's one of my favorite songs, bro. <laughs> Listen, tell the people how they can connect with y'all individually, stream your music, follow y'all on all your social yeah. media platforms. What up, RG, everywhere, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, MySpace, uh, nah. <laughs> Instagram. I'm joking. <laughs> I don't. What up, oh, RG, man. everywhere. Hovi, uh, Hovi official on Instagram, Twitter, all that, Spotify, Hovi. Nah, um, oh, man. 1KPHEW, man, 1KPHEW. <laughs> 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 but nah, man, y'all follow me, man, don't be fake. 1KPHEW. <laughs> Listen, DJ Focus, man, 1K Few, Hovi, What Up RG, Reach Records look real, real comfortable for a long time. Really it's a situation. Back, we back. We back. 116. Uh, we back. Unashamers. Yes, it's time, man. Keep it locked. You tuned into the fix. Unashamers. <laughs> you tuned back into the fix. Your source of faith infused hip hop, RB, and poetry. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble in the building with me. And listen. This 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 conversation is gonna be interesting today, uh, Dice. Let's talk about it. Uh, what's the real talk topic here for the people? Uh, the influence of hip hop on culture. We're gonna talk about what type of influence it has had, or is hip hop influencing culture? But I think we all know the answer to that. No, we don't. No, no, no. We don't know that. Okay, well, let me let me let me help. Let me just help help you if you don't know. Mm -hmm. Uh, The NBA playoffs has at least ten million people on average with their TV on, tuned in, regardless of whatever they got going on, and their DJ is always playing hip hop. Okay, Um, shout out to DJ Sharp, Golden State. You know, is always uh he's always playing music. Um, who else is it? DJ Steph Floss, you know him? Absolutely in Cleveland from the land. Yes, sir. Come on, come on now, friend of LeBron. And so I I mean you have historically just a, a, a DJ who was spinning that hip hop at all these games. Now, let's get to the big the big one. Uh you know what happened this year. All y'all know what happened. There was two hundred and eight million people watching and it was a whole hip hop concert during halftime. Focus. Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. Come on now. Super Bowl performance. Dr. Dre. Come uh, on now. Snoop Dogg. Eminem. Absolutely. But just trying to just try to break this thing down. Like hip hop has influenced culture um, in a lot of lot of good ways, and some of them not not so great. But uh, today we want to talk about what what that really looks like and the effects of hip hop influence in and in and on culture so i know when we were discussing talking about this topic um i sent you a clip of david banner shout out to david banner Mm -hmm. as well if you're listening Mm -hmm. we'd love to interview you and uh get your perspective a little bit more dive into it but he was saying and i'm I'm paraphrasing he was pretty much saying that 90 percent of the music that the african-american or the urban community um, puts into their spirit is detrimental mm-hmm. to them mm-hmm. holistically. He was saying mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff that we talk about, a lot of stuff that's talked about within hip hop is really attacking our women, attacking our yeah. kids, and that we yeah. need to change the music yeah. that we put out. So that's that's I what like- kind of brought this conversation about. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. No, you're right. Um, I, and that interview was great. Thanks for sending it to me. And yes, shout out to David. I think that was a great interview because he explained the why. Because I think when you first sent me that interview, I was like, man, how are he going to talk about this one? I, I done heard all kind of stuff he's put out. But what he was saying in that particular interview was when 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 he was in that zone and shout out to you, David, he has like a huge mentorship program and everything. He was saying when he put that out, it was a way out of where he what he was in you know but nowadays when people are putting this out it's just straight up poison i'm keeping it um within my community and i'm not i'm not trying to change you know like it's just i'm just gonna hurt my community with this this is not my way out of here so that i can you know make some money come back and help my people this is me destroying my people you get to pick and he did say this in the interview he's like you do have a choice you know to find another way you don't have to really sell drugs or really you know sell guns or really just you know kind of tear up your neighborhood you do have a choice where you can go work harder but are you willing to do it you know no i agree and and a point that he brought up that i was that really struck struck me was he was really he wanted he was really passionate about telling men to step up to the role mm-hmm. of leadership of making mm-hmm. sure that we lead our ladies in the mm-hmm. proper way and stop doing mm-hmm. the things that we know are toxic and you know narcissistic when you talk about controlling and things of that magnitude so mm-hmm. i was i was very impressed with him saying no nah, we need to be make mm-hmm. sure we cover over our our ladies cover over our kids make sure we're yeah. educating them and keeping them empowered to a level mm-hmm. to that they know that they can make it out of these uh, poverty or urban communities, whatever you want to call them. So that was very powerful to, for me to hear him that, that he would, he really was calling men out. I thought he was calling men out like, no, black man, we need to step up and, and we need to do better in these roles and we need to start respecting our women um, mm-hmm. to a whole nother level and stop calling them out their names and things of that nature. And I was like, wow, that, that's just super powerful. So the first thing I thought mm-hmm. about was accountability when you talk about how, how do you hold yourself accountable with the music that you consume and the effect that it has on you? Uh, give me one second. I immediately mm-hmm. thought of when I was growing up and the music that I was listening to. Um, mm-hmm. I think hip hop in the 90s was a little bit more rounder, rounded than it is now. I, I had a perfect balance of I had music like, you know, that would make me just like party fun songs, like a kid and play song. You know, I use mm-hmm. kid and play as an example. There was nothing there was nothing to a kid and play song but a straight party. That was a dance. When you want to practice your dance move, you would mm-hmm. put a kid and play song on. Um, but then you also <laughs> had stuff that would I'm just being honest. So like, yeah, you know, that was mm-hmm. a dance song. So mm-hmm. you also had music that would uh hip hop that would inspire you to change. You know, you talk mm-hmm. about your public enemies. They talked about education. Of course, they talked about a lot of things mm-hmm. that happened in the politics and everything. So you, mm-hmm. it made you think of things differently when it on how the country is ran and government and mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. our community should be ran so mm-hmm. I, I don't think we have a well round um, diverse group of hip hop anymore like that I don't but what do you think well we have CHH let's have the hip hop conversation no, the first but, uh, before I, we get to I, CHH because I, I agree we with don't. you we don't right I mean that is the problem I mean David was not lying when he was like <laughs> you can go from one to two hundred and good luck trying to find anybody who feels like they have any responsibility or any accountability it is all about the dollar and me 
being seen. And it's unfortunate that all of these artists have fallen for this and they've been duped. We need to understand how it affects us. And I think nobody's really dived into that and explained it to people. You know, yeah, you put a parental guidance sticker on stuff from way back in the day and nobody looks at that anymore. Mm -hmm. But when you understand, people learn from repetition. And I was doing a little bit of research today and it was on the Mozart effect and spatial temporal temporal task. I'm tongue tied over here, but just there's this this space in your mind that is stimulated with music. And it's it's right before you start to uh, practice repetition visually. So that's why a lot of people play music and study. That's why we have praise and worship at church and then the word. It's like the music opens up that space. It stimulates your mind for that that next thing that's coming behind it. So if I'm listening to some destructive music often, it's just stimulating me and creating that visual in my mind for me to go and act that out that's what repetition is that's why we have a b c d e f g it's a learning thing and it's repetitive and we know what's coming next it prepares us for what's next like our brain is a computer is a calculator i mean it is is amazing but it's let me let me just let me just break this down so what happens is whatever you're hearing unconsciously like you're not really listening to it it's going into your subconscious so I mean, in one day, it's going to rise up in a way, you know, so it's important for you not to constantly play music that's calling women names or constantly play music to say, I'm gonna go blow this dude, you know, away because it's just downloading itself into your subconscious so that when you have that moment and you are conscious, now here's your theme song. And that's how it's affecting the hood. And I know that might not be the best way to explain it, but I'm just trying to break it down. Like whatever you're listening to, it's getting into your heart. It's getting into your soul. And um, one day it might rise up when you when you physically and consciously are at, at, in, in stress or at, in a situation. And it's like, you know, now you got that that super juice in you and it, it's just fueling you to go do something that you probably will regret. You know, and in the same breath, happy, joyful music makes you want to dance. You know, it gives you that that vibe. You know what I mean? It makes you it puts you in a good spirit. It makes you happy. And now you're like, oh, it's a good day. You know, I turn my, my song is on the radio right now. Um, but there is a space in your mind and, and it definitely translates and it goes into your heart that you should want to guard concerning every type of music, not just hip hop. You know what I mean? But hip hop has been growing at a rate it's it's stupendous and it doesn't even make any sense and it's definitely the most destructive music out there in the world and the sad part is in the hoods and, and you know low income areas like we play that music and it is definitely theme song music not just entertainment you know it is like theme songs to what I'm doing today but it's, and it should it should it's just it should be just you know in one ear and out the other, but it's getting stuck in people's hearts on the way. So, no, I agree, yeah. and I think it's it's getting stuck in their hearts because that is their reality. When they hear mm-hmm. these different songs, mm-hmm. um, this is what they experience each and every day. So, to your point, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they feel like this is the life. This, this is, is the life this they is choose. My thing. 
Yeah. Um, and yeah. some, if you're not strong enough to treat it as just entertainment, now you uh-huh. start doing the things that you're hearing, that you're rapping. These verses that you're rapping every day, mm-hmm. it's just when you start, you know, you know, maybe start talking foul or maybe start looking yeah. at, you know, some of the drug dealers or some of the mm-hmm. uh, people in mm-hmm. the neighborhood that are doing illegal activities mm-hmm. and saying, you know mm-hmm. what, they are the cool mm-hmm. ones. They're, they're the ones that's down here taking care of us. Mm-hmm. L- listen, uh, you forces that live, they had an article and it says, according to the American Academy of Child and Adolescent Psychiatry, rap lyrics do contribute to suicide, violence, inappropriate uh, sexual content and lyrics also influences and contributes to teens taking uh, part in drugs, drinking alcohol and males who listen to rap music tend to have more violent outbreaks or whatever you want to call it. And it's like even a study from Emory University concluded that teens between the ages of 14 and 18 who listen to music during the week um, with you know this type of music, they were more likely to get in a fight with a teacher. 2.5 times more likely to find themselves getting arrested. 1.5 times more likely to partake in illegal activities. So it's like the studies have been done. Like it's not just, oh, it's a, it's a real topic for us today. It's a real fact that what you listen to affects you. So you have all these kids who are listening to it and they are acting out, bottom line. They're acting out. Listen, DJ Focus and Dice Gamble, we're talking about the culture of hip-hop and the power it's had over uh, our culture. Listen, we're going to be right back. we got to go to break. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And Fix is in. You're tuned back into The Fix, your source of faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, checking back in. Yeah. We're going to hop right back into this great conversation mm-hmm. uh, that we were having. Education versus skill. Dice, mm-hmm. you said something mm-hmm. um, before we went to break. You brought up the money. Yeah. Talk about a little bit about that. Well, I mean, which one is going to get you your money back? I mean, I think which one which one is going to pay you more? I mean, this is a battle that everybody, and I'm not saying everybody, but everybody, you know, who's trying to achieve a goal or create a business or something like that. You're always trying to weigh out. Do I need to go get more education? Do I need to go to another conference? Do I need to sign up for school? Do I need to take another class online at night like it, it it's a, it's a, it's a true thing you know you know you want to get from point a to point b and you're always kind of trying to balance out you know what do i do next um we already know like if you aren't paying for your education out of your pocket you're taking out loans and things like that private loans government loans etc and your a genre or your field that you're going into, hopefully that will make you your money back, you know, very quickly so you can pay those loans off. Um, some people are just blessed and set up to where they're like, hey, I'm going to be able to pay for this out of pocket up front and then they don't owe anything and they can walk away. And then as soon as I start my job, I'm making money. That first paycheck is mine. But the average American, that is not true. The average American has student loans from $30,000 to $50,000 upward to $200,000. So um, you picking your future uh, goal or business or whatever job you're trying to do, it's important. It's super important that one of the things I will say focus about this generation is they see a lot online and they think it's all fun and games. And you and I both know being older individuals, those that are married and have children or doing create, creating businesses, have businesses. It takes money to make money. It takes money to make money. It's, I mean, yeah, you you're looking at your favorite artist or your favorite. I don't know. 
TikTok star, but they are spending money to be seen. They're spending money to advertise. They're spending money on clothes, spending money on their product. And uh, it takes you a while to make money, like mm-hmm. years, years mm-hmm. to make money. So whatever you're going to get into, it needs to, I personally believe it needs to be in your soul, in your heart, something that you truly desire and that you want to go for so that every day you get up, it's not like if nobody's paying you, you're going to go to work and do it anyway. Mm-hmm. And to me, <clears throat> You know, that's just my personal opinion. But um, as you and I both know, in different cultures, some people just have this passed down thought process of, hey, your father was a doctor. You're going to be a doctor. Your grandfather was a doctor. You're going to be a doctor. like you're in a line of this is your lineage, you know. So some people have that plight, you know, and I, I absolutely respect it. But I think you still need to understand uh, will my skill sets set me up for the future or will my education set me up for the future? Um, what does that really look like? You know? Yeah. No, I agree. You said a lot of good points. I, I, the one point I want to go back to first is <clears throat> investing in yourself. Mm-hmm. When you when you find your purpose, and, 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 and it speaks to purpose, I, I like the way you said that. You, you really have to have a passion and a, and, a, and a purpose for whatever field you just you go into. Mm-hmm. You should want to go into it and, and feel like you're in purpose, that mm-hmm. you would do this even if you didn't get paid for it. Yeah. And I'll give an example. Uh, me personally, um, so I started this radio show six years ago. And to your point, literally the first three years, I invested in equipment. I invested in traveling and going to different venues and different places and making sure I can get on media outlets to do interviews and the whole nine. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't getting paid at all. I wasn't getting paid to host events. Um, you know, seriously, because I people people see, you know, send the glory, but don't know my story. I'm like, yo, okay. well, you know, keep that same energy. You know, when I was using my visa, it wasn't a business visa. It was the, the, the bank account visa that I was using for me working my regular nine to five. Investing that money, right. taking from my household back into the business because I understood the vision. I'm saying, yes, it's a business. I have to build the business up. I have to have a certain structure, but it takes finances to do that. So I, you're talking about thousands of dollars that I've invested into mm. getting the brand to where it is now. And of mm. course, people have helped me along the way. I'm not saying I did everything on my own, mm-hmm. but if you don't understand that, I think a lot of people, they don't plan properly. Come on. And now. I think that's a, that's an issue too as well. My wife, my wife is is way better at this than me, but she definitely woke me up. This no, no, I got a shout out to my baby. She always keeps me structured in. Write it down. Write it down. Make bro. the vision plain and stick now. to the plan and work the plan. Failure is not an option. She, she, we always talk about that in my household. We say failure is not an option. We got God. God will get us through it. We got to run the course. A lot of times people don't want to stay on the course. Come on now. Because we're looking for quick ways of making the success, quick ways of making the money. So that's a whole process mm-hmm. in it, in itself in having the passion, walking in a purpose, investing in your brand, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, letting God do the rest of it. So I just wanted to share that because that was, that was a good, good, good point you brought up about that. And I think, uh, listen, anybody listening, um, you know, to us this morning, we pray that you really, really, really um, seek God. Mm-hmm. I think uh, we, one part we haven't talked about is uh, did we pray about this when, when we're talking about going to school and going into these different fields or starting mm-hmm. these different companies? Mm-hmm. Have you went on a fast? Have you, you know, given it to God and make sure that this is, you know, something that God, you know, wants you to do? Mm. Well, listen, I'm glad you brought up the God piece. And it's so funny how your wife kind of segue you into the Lord. So I know that she is uh, a true blessing to you, brother. <laughs> I love how she kind of 
she, that's just what she does. That's what we do as wives. Shout out to all the wives out there. If you're a girlfriend, if you're single, that amen. But the wives, they, they be bringing it, yo. And so you already know I got the scriptures on deck because anything that we talk about, any hot topic that we talk about on the show, I personally want to know, want to know, like what, what, is, what has God already said about this? Because it's he, he didn't, he just talked about everything, you know. Um, whatever you're looking for, I'm pretty sure you can go to the Word. You can find Scripture that kind of backs what what it is you're conflicted about. And to me, this this morning, I was like, man, I really need to know. Like, how does God feel about education? What does God think about education? You know, um, how does God feel about skills? And what I learned is. They are partnered together, but it is always the initial knowing or skill set that should be coupled with education. And it was eye opening to me because I'm like, we don't operate that way in this world. Typically, it's usually like, just go get the education, you know. And so when you figure out the skill set, it's like if you've gotten all that education in the wrong area, that all that education is like for not. So let me just read a couple of scriptures for you. OK, Proverbs one, Proverbs one and eight. Hear, my son, your father's instruction and do not forsake your mother's teaching. So this scripture is referenced to both, you know, regardless if it was the father or the mother, it's just talking about instructions and it's talking about teaching. So your father's telling you what to do and your mother's kind of teaching you, you know, uh, and, and here's the thing, that female aspect in the Bible is always typically wisdom. So that's that's what we chalk that up to. Proverbs 9 and 9, give instruction to a wise man and he will be wiser teach a righteous man and he will he will increase his learning so it's like yeah you can you can talk to a wise man he's got all that knowledge but teaching a right righteous man he's going to increase in his learning but here's the thing you need wisdom and you need teaching so there's so many scriptures here that partner both you know and then obviously um proverbs 1 and 7 the fear of the lord is the beginning of knowledge but a fool despises wisdom and instruction so regardless if you you know the lord um, and you're good at what you do, wisdom and instruction can come along and make you better as a person. And um, James 1 and 5 is my last one. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God and he will give it to you liberally. So <clears throat> whatever you don't know, you can ask God for is what I want to chalk this up to. But also you could have a great skill. You could be skilled, but partner your education with that skill. That is what... I believe the Lord is saying to a lot of you, you know, some of you can go get your education, make your money. That's fine. Take care of your household in whatever area you want. God bless you. Cause my husband has done that. You know, he's gifted, talented and skilled in many different areas that he would rather walk in, but he has made a huge sacrifice to take care of me and our four children. And I put nothing but much respect on his name for that. But I think that if you do have a skill set and you realize you're really good in an area, God has given you a gift talent or skill in this particular area go get some education behind that and it's going to help you to be more successful and that is my revelation concerning this education versus skill set conversation no that was amazing that was amazing uh, okay. i know we gave the the people some substance today yeah. on that topic listen let's uh let's let's give our closing thoughts um, um once again right. i got a chance to uh talk with um Mr. Kelly Cole, mm -hmm. what did you take out of that interview? What are some points that you took out of there? I love his give aspect. He's giving back to the youth. I love that he worked for Blockbuster and Walmart because I did too. Uh, I love the support of him as a father. I just think that 
I wish that many, 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 many more children's parents would see where they're skilled and then help them to become more empowered and educated in that particular area so that so that they could go on and be the best, you know, that they could be in life. But um, I love how he said the accountability. This is my favorite part. His accountability thing was going to therapy each month and also having a brother that he talks to every other day to help him accountable. Mm-hmm. You know, to me, Mr. Kelly Cole, shout out to you. Um, you dropped a lot of gems today concerning uh, guidelines on how to become a better person, a better father, a better manager, you know, a better producer, a better uh, uh, just a better dad to your to your son. Like, and uh, I love how he gave back. You know, he like I said, he was name dropping today. Uh, Ricky B and forgiven. Shout out to y'all from Nashville and Birmingham. Bishop George Bloomer, like uh, Chris Gardner, like he he was transparent enough to say these people are from different walks of life but they have they have given me uh, a lot of knowledge you know what i'm saying and and i and he uses he's used that to help uh, him and help aaron so shout out to you aaron too you got a dope father i'm low-key jealous but my dad's <laughs> awesome but uh, uh yeah you know when i started rapping he was like no shell we don't want to do that you know, he calls me shell he don't call me any other name but my half of my middle name He's like, uh, I just believe the Lord is, you know, and I was like, whatever, dad. <laughs> so, Aaron, you got a great dad. But what would you take out of that focus? What you, you got? I, you know, I took a lot. I share a lot of the, the gym to, you know, the, the, the things that you brought up. I, I, I agree with you on the power of walking in purpose. I, mm. I can't stress that enough. He, he, he really tapped into that part of knowing that, listen. Um, God has made me different. Mm-hmm. He's made me uh, a go-getter in a lot of different areas. And he's made me a strong man to go ahead and lead in these areas. So I think him being able to balance all that as well as him helping his son bring his purpose out, with, which is in music, you know, mm-hmm. him being able to sacrifice some of his time to make sure he he's there. And he's always been covering over his his son to where he's giving him the business side of it he's educating him so he knows it for himself and that's very very important I think that's very very important mm-hmm. to really bring up you know uh, the next generation and mm-hmm. teach your children you know just business the legacy about it and especially mm-hmm. as a man I, I just take a certain sense of pride in it, mm-hmm. being a man and being able to share that with your son I don't have a son but I just I just feel him like that's mm-hmm. that's what it's supposed to look like from a kingdom standpoint I know God's <clears throat> But I think he's an overcomer too, as well. Uh, he, he shared some things about him and his wife, you know, bumping mm-hmm. heads about mm-hmm. what it looked like, you know, when he had to make some calls. Being a business person, it's risky. Like, I'm, mm. I'm be totally transparent with y'all. I know because I'm a man and I've taken risks, mm-hmm. and I know me and my wife have had some conversations. All right, wait a minute, that's putting, us, that's putting it in the hole about five G's, bro. What you what you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like you sure the Lord said that? Hallelujah. Right, right. <laughs> so right. yes, but it, it's it's rough sometimes as a man trying to make the right decision. Absolutely, still got a great prayer life, making mm-hmm. sure I'm talking to God. But mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, when you're di- to your point, you brought up knowing the business side of it yeah sometimes when you're in so what happens when you're in a lane when you don't have anybody to even 
educate you on it to the level of discipleship of walking mm-hmm. with. And that's mm-hmm. where some sometimes in radio, I was at that place where I didn't really have anybody that could kind of mentor me that I could have a real touch to call. Mm-hmm. So I had to take some bumps and some bruises early to learn how to get there. But I, I thank God for, uh, you know, Mr. Kelly Cole's wife, mm-hmm. as well as my wife, for sticking mm-hmm. with us Aww. and uh, just believing in the vision in our heart. And, and that's that's more powerful than anything else. So, yeah, I took that out of it. But, yeah, he dropped a lot of gems. If you missed it, you missed it. Mm-hmm. You're snoozing on us. I don't know why y'all are missing it. Yeah, wake Man. up. Listen, you better, uh, if you hit play and you're kind of late today, if you're looking at your Sirius app, you know you can go back to the beginning Absolutely. of the show. Go ahead and go back to the beginning of the show. Please make sure you guys are following us. But let me drop this last gem focus. All of us in the body of Christ, like run up on somebody that you look and you're like, man, God, I wish she was my dad. God, I wish she was my mom. Roll up on them because a lot of these people, like they want t- to mentor people and say, this is what I would do when I was 20. You know, I'm 40. This is what I would do when I was 20. And I have me about three or four men and women of God who uh, as I left my home in Indiana when I landed in Atlanta they were there for me and uh, I leaned in and I gleaned from them I stayed with them you know like I was in constant contact with the older crew and um, you can do that you know like you are never in need of a parent in the kingdom it is all about you just running up on somebody and saying listen I know you're a man or woman of God I heard from the Lord I believe I like I, I should be here. Can you pray about it? Let me know if you can just, you know, if we can connect twice a week, you know what I'm saying? Three times a week. I did that and it changed my life, bro. So I, I you know, I'm just, I just want, I heard you when you said that. And I was like, man, I felt the same way. Like, hello, like, I'm only child. My mom's, my mom, I'm my mother's only child. So I didn't have like brothers. So I found me brothers, you know, like my father and mother wasn't in Atlanta. I found me another mom in it. Cause I was like, I want that covering and um, God will give it to you. So that's that. No, no, that's good. Listen, we appreciate y'all rocking with us again today. Listen, we pray y'all have a productive Monday. Monday. Listen, enjoy your day today. Go out and be great kings and queens. Make sure you represent Christ to the best of your ability. And listen, if you happen to stumble or fall today, remember God still loves you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Get up and do it again. That's the good thing from going grace to grace each and every day. None of us are perfect, uh, but we know Jesus Christ is the standard. He is the mark. So stay in them scriptures. Come on now. (laughs) Stay prayed up Mm -hmm. and uh, go out. Like I said, go out and be great. Listen, we got another hot show again for y'all tomorrow. Mm -hmm. You definitely want to keep it lock uh we got exclusive interviews as usual but uh you know i I ain't gonna let the count the back you just gotta tune in tuesday and see who we talking with you know i'm saying rock with us remember (laughs) stay focused on turning your negative into a positive jesus is the answer kingdom advancement the fix is in we out